Welcome back to the Stokecast for the final episode of this 2020, the, the year from hell, the, the uh, dumpster for, fire. For a lot of people, the dumpster fire year. We're, of course, doing, doing this year end episode as we've done in the past, where just you and I are kind of talking about uh, a year in review. This year specifically, I think we're going to talk about like, so, you know, what got canceled, uh, but also what were the, uh, inclines on the roller coaster what were the the climbs and the surprising delights of of 2020 so uh let's let's start with let's start with the down and then we'll get to the ups so that we can fuel the the rest of the conversation on this episode so yeah what were the the things that kind of went out the window for you this year well as far as like plans go um i was slated to run a 50k like end of march and so that was quickly canceled uh i had a couple trips home that were canceled my godmother and great aunt turned 95 and that birthday party was obviously canceled and um yeah that was basically it because by that time in march you know there there was just a few weekends right that i was traveling away and those got canceled flights basically mm-hmm. um i think the down <laughs> I love this roller coaster analogy. Um, (laughs) The downs of it. um, First of all, the down of the roller coaster is the best part. So maybe we should switch this. (laughs) (laughs) The down is like the thrill. So that's that's true. Let's see like peaks and valleys, maybe. Let's do peaks and valleys. (laughs) Um, So, anyways, the down part of the year, I think at first, the first like six months of quarantine or, or just like this situation, I was really trying to be like pretty optimistic. Like definitely there were some days where I was like, I can't believe this is happening. Like what the hell? Um, but there was also a lot of days where I was just like kind of forcing myself to try to be happy through it. And, um, that worked for a number of months. And then, <laughs> came to kind of a screeching halt and I got really burnt out from trying to be positive about everything. And um, so I think that it was just a lot of honestly inner work this year. And a lot of that is some nitty gritty and some dark stuff, um, but has turned out well overall. I think those were my major downs. And then obviously just the state of the fucking world. <laughs> I mean, it's just sad and it weighs heavy on everyone. Um and I had to definitely take some time off from social media here and there and, and news in general. And uh, yeah, that was really good for my, my mental health, I think. But yeah, those are my main things. I just think that the weight of the world is, was so heavy this year and none of us have really like come out of that just yet. <laughs> what about you, man? Honestly, I can't stop thinking how the... Um the roller coaster analogy. <laughs> I knew you weren't listening to me this entire no, time. I was totally, I, I was totally listening. On your face. <laughs> totally, I was totally listening. I was listening to everything, everything. <laughs> but now I'm, now I'm just like hung up on the, on the fact that uh, the ups and downs as we think about them do not work with the roller coaster because up is super scary and down is amazing. That's right. That's right. right. So that called you out and you're usually really good on your like analogies and metaphors. So just like That's do better in 2021. That's yeah. why, that's why it, I, I got hung up on it because like, okay. mm-hmm. because I yeah. needed, 
Yeah. In in 2021, I think one of your main goals for, well, just life maybe is just like do better, Jonathan. Okay. That's (laughs) really, yeah. I mean, if I'm talking about like my, my roller coaster scary ups this year, it was that I didn't do better. And if I'm talking about my, my next year, really thrilling downs, it's that I will do better. And that's, (laughs) I'll be watching. That's about it. Now I, uh, for anybody who's listened to this show for a long time knows that one of the mountains that's been on my mind for a long time. And one of the big things I've been wanting to work towards to get to was climb and ski Cotopaxi. That was supposed to happen in July. I was supposed to be in Ecuador for two weeks, um, mountain biking around Quito to acclimatize and then going up climbing Cotopaxi and skiing it. And that was going to be a killer trip. And that got canceled. Um, I was supposed to be out back in, uh, on the big Island in Hawaii in August, leading another group of guys up Mauna Kea, um, which, which I did with some friends, um, you know, like a, a year ago, like I think, uh, February, 2019, I think that was, was supposed to be back out there in Mauna Kea in August. And that didn't happen. Um, I signed up for, uh, for the Spartan, like ultra beast in, uh, Vermont in September because, Spartan racing was something that I did like so adamantly for so long. I, uh, I was, I was on like the NBC Spartan show back in 2015 and that's what introduced me to that world. And then 2016, I ended up doing like eight races, which culminated in like doing the world championships out in Tahoe. And that was like my thing for a while. And that's what got me taking fitness real seriously, actually. Like when I did Spartan racing, I had been a climber before that, but it was, it was doing that race in that show that I realized like, holy crap, like me as a, just like in my just normal climber shape, I can crush all these obstacles. But the only difference between me and the ones that are like winning the podium is that I'm not fast enough. So it was because of that, that I started thinking like, I got to start running. Mm-hmm. And then I started doing a lot of those races and starting, re- started really getting serious about running and speed and endurance. And then I stopped doing those at the end of 2016 to start pivoting to training for Denali. And then like all the other things that, have, that you know, we've talked about that I've done over the past couple of years. And then all of that halted, all of that stopped. And so I was really looking forward to getting, like trying to do that again this year. And that went out the window. And, uh, and for me, I think when, when all of that happened, I was just pouring my energy into, you know, I, I wasn't on the road anymore. For, for seven years, I was traveling every single month. And like, even in the last two years, it was, it was like two weeks or three weeks out of every month. It was crazy. You remember how like, mm-hmm. I was just run down and sick all the time. It was, it was nuts. Yeah. Um, I have opinions. I know. I know. <laughs> so, so I think it was like a good thing in, in that sense that it like put a halt on the, the speed at which I was living. But, mm. um, but it also just like, I don't know, it, it put a pin in so much else too. And so when travel went out the window, I, I, I focused so hard on just my like balance side of my life and just family and, and, um, and being around and home and doing a ton of house projects. And, and then of course, like figuring out how to pivot like the business and continue to grow Trainual and, and, and build that and lean into some more creative things, which we'll talk about like music and stuff. And in doing all that, I like fitness was for, for the first time in five years, not a priority for me. And, um, 
And so I feel like right now I'm getting re-energized in that space, looking forward to 2021, but I am, uh, you know, I know I'm not in bad shape. I know I am, am like still, I'm not overweight or anything. Like I'm, I'm in good fit, <laughs> fit shape, but at the same time, I know that I'm like hovering like seven to 10 pounds over what I want to be at based on like where I've, I've been at in my mm. elite and um and my like mile time is like a minute to a, a minute 20 over what i want it to be at for a 5k mm, and you're so, still like, like two minutes faster than me per mile so <laughs> <laughs> it's it's all relative it's all no, relative. I know, I know. like there's there's no there's no good or bad it's just like this is where i'm at based on what i know i've been at and <laughs> just and, give uh, me a hard time <laughs> that that physical side of me has been neglected for the last nine months yeah, well, we were talking before we um, started recording about how like it's really hard to feel motivated. We don't have like an end goal. I mean, that's like the most obvious statement ever. But you know, we we think that I think we think all the time that we're like, oh, I just like getting outside, and that's why I like to like train and and run and stuff. It's like that's true, but not really without an actual goal to get to, you know, it's hard to just be like, okay, it's this, these months are just laid out in front of me and I don't really know what I'm going to do with them, but I guess I'll just like go running or go skiing or whatever the thing is for you. You know, it's hard, especially when you don't have like, um, which a lot of us don't like a coach or anything like that, you know, pushing you and, and challenging you to be accountable to some sort of schedule. And, or just a friend group, right? Like, and yeah. that's something that's suffered this year as well is that like people are more re- reluctant to gather in groups and to meet up with other people because you don't mm-hmm. know where they've been or, or like what their level of exposure risk and what, you know, it's, it's changed so much about the dynamics of getting outdoors, even though getting outdoors is one of the things that's prescriptive of like dealing with the situation we've been in. Right. So yeah. I feel like that's, when when you're surrounded by a community where you can you can go climb together and plan adventures and go camping and and running and do all these things where you all want to do stuff together that is motivation in and of itself even without like an end thing to train for it's just recreation mm-hmm. with people but like when it's just you you like i i know that i need a thing on the horizon. That's why like, if anybody's heard me talk about like how I set my goals, I need something like every 90 days, like every quarter of the year, I need to have a landmark or a a bench post that I'm trying to get to in order to motivate me to get there. Otherwise I will stagnate. I just don't have like the innate motivation without something to, to go to. Yeah. I mean, the other thing that's been, and I don't think this is a down because I think it has given people a lot of perspective, but not only do you need community to like motivate yourself and to feel like, you know, you need to be somewhere, you need to meet up with someone to go do the thing, whatever it is, but it's also like so detrimental to your mental health to not have a community to, to not be meeting new people, to, not have like any events to go to and like be put in social situations. And, you know, even if you're introverted like that, you still need people, you know? And um, even though we both love our partners, you know, like a lot of time with one person is not going to satisfy that need to like be around like-minded people. Um, 
So I think that is one thing that I've become like very acutely aware of, and I'm trying to, I mean, do it digitally right now, but really be intentional about that as, as things clear up (laughs) from this year and, and really be action oriented when it comes to community and not like create, not just like going out and creating a bunch of new friends, but really like, um, making sure that I'm taking care of my relationships that mean a lot to me already too, you know, and, and making sure that those stay top of mind. Cause they, when you're traveling, like we, well, you do. And then I sometimes do, or like, you're just, you know, busy training or whatever it is. A lot of your friendships with people that are not living in your direct city can go by the wayside. Right. And like, it's not your, your first thing you think about every day. Um, and so I think that this year has been a great wake up for that too. So why do you keep training when you don't know what you're training for? I don't, man. (laughs) (laughs) I don't. Um, Yeah, I mean, I think that there's this fine line between I am burnt out, I need a break, I'm sick, maybe, uh, for you was happening a lot last year when you just need to give yourself a break. Right. Remember that. Um, and <laughs> there's a fine line between that and knowing yourself enough to do that when you need it versus laziness or, you know, just kind of leaning into the easy path versus, you know, the harder path, which would be to get up from the couch and put your running sneakers on or go to the climbing gym or, climb outside, whatever you need to do, you know, for you. And I found that line to be pretty precarious this year. You know, like there was a lot of times where I was like, wow, I've never had this much free time. Like I've never had this much time to also just be in one place and what time. And like, maybe I should, you know, really take advantage of that. Um, but then, you know, as we go along in this time period, we get used to it and we're like, okay, maybe I don't need this much free time. Um, you know, then there was, it was challenging for me. And especially in the last like two months, I would say to be like, okay, you need to run like four days this week. This is the mileage that you need to do. Like go do it. (laughs) It was really hard for me to just like do it on my own. Um, and so now what I'm trying to do is, uh, create accountability buddies. So just make sure that every week I'm getting outside safely, of course, with someone so that I have a plan to go hike or run like at least three days so that I can't back out and bail. <laughs> That's my goal right now. And then trying to set up any sort of races that I think will actually happen in 2021, doing them with friends so that you have like training partners, again, accountability buddies. That's my thing right now. What about you? So yeah, for, for me, I mean, I, I really did enjoy the pause and the pivot from uh, how I was living and what I was focused on. And, and like, um, I didn't ever really like go into a much of a slump I, I'm always trying to find the opportunity and like I'm a perpetual optimist. And so like, that's, that's why I got so excited when travel stopped. I like really leaned into some music, but one thing that I, I will share um, is I think I told you the last time we talked uh, is, is that the music I've been recording was stuff that 
I had written years ago and they were just like songs that I had written and worked on. And there were notes in my iPhone from four years ago, five years ago, two years ago, whatever it was, it, it was, it was back in a different period of my life. And, um, I had so much like energy around wanting to bring those to life and wanting to get into the studio and record them because I loved them and believed in them. But I had so much fear about writing a new song. Um, and I finally had the space to do it. But then I, when I was 18 or 20 and I'd be on an airplane and I could just look out the window at like a beautiful sky and just like write five songs before I even landed. It was just like so natural to me. Like that was my creative flow back then. And, and now like the last, you know, during this period of pause, when I would actually sit down with a guitar and a pen and a paper and try to do something, I couldn't. I, w- I would spend hours trying, like just trying to figure out what were the lines, what were the chords, how to bring a new, new song to life. And I felt so out of practice and it, it was like crippling me. And it, I was like really struggling with that when I was feeling on fire in business and in, in different areas, but not there. And, um, and it wasn't until early November, I actually took a week off of work. Um, just like, seven days it was or a full weekday plus the weekends right so I I took the week off and um really just focused on like myself and what I wanted to do for for me in the new year from both like an educational and professional standpoint um which actually one thing I don't even know if I told you I I uh, ended up getting into a course in Harvard Business School Hmm. and uh and wanting to take that to like I had it's just I, I kind of loved school back when I was, I was in it uh, and crave education sometimes. And I didn't necessarily want to go back and get an MBA, but I, I felt like this would be a fun course to take. So like I signed up for that. I was doing all these things, figuring out like what, what the future looked like for me. Um, but pulling myself out of the meetings and the conversations and, and all the other stuff that happens on a day to day freed up so much creative energy. I had no idea, but it was like Saturday morning. I'm just sitting there on the couch and all of a sudden a, a, like a hook struck and I went upstairs and I grabbed my guitar and, and within like six minutes and a a new song just floated out and I had it now I'm working on it. And like, I'm so jazzed up because (laughs) it, it unlocked what I thought was blocked. And, Mm -hmm. and I think that that was an epitome of understanding, like when you are burnt out, even even, you, you have seen me burnt out in so many different ways, but even with the space and time that we had to like this year to lean into so many other things, there are still like, you will always fill the size backpack that you bring on any adventure, right? Like if you go out for like a a day climbing in the mountains, but you've got a 40 liter pack, you're going to fill it for that day. Right. Yep. Or if, or if you have a 40 liter pack for a week backpacking in Europe, you'll just essentially pack what you need for that week in Europe in a, in a smaller bag, right. You will always fill the pack size that you have. And so even though we had more time for me, sans travel for many other people, like sans, whatever else that might've been in their life. Um, I was still burning myself out. Mm-hmm. And, and it was such a stark contrast that I realized when I gave myself that space, the creative energy flowed. And so I, I would, you know, I share that story because I would ask any of our listeners, anybody who's tuning in to think really deeply, like, 
where are you your own blocker and and like what do you need to push pause on even temporarily to like allow creative juices to flow in different ways um that that was something starkly that stood out to me and as i look forward um you know putting out music I'll, i'll i'll probably drop something on christmas and and then a few after that in the next like few months We've got an, uh, enough recorded now. I just got to figure out how to how to put it out. Um, nice. So and and then I don't know. In in a lot of different ways. Like if if you anybody listening that remembers back to how I like to set goals, it's kind of thinking through this like body, business, balance, being goal. And so for me, being is that music side of things. It's the creative energy in me. Balance is more like what we're doing around the house here, how I'm giving like time to to Alex and to the dogs and to our cat, Lando. We got a cat. He's been <laughs> cat. He's awesome. Um, to my mom, to my dad, to you know, Alex's family. So it's a matter of, of um, making sure that I'm putting the energy into the relationships and then business. One of the, you know, we, we grew Trainual a hundred percent this year, mm. despite, despite everything. When in March, when all of this hit, we were at 28 people. Now we're at 49. So the company has been growing like employees, crazy. employees, 40, 49 employees. Yeah. Yeah. The company's been growing like crazy. And, um, and so next year the aim is to keep it growing at that same pace and then from a body standpoint, um, the only thing I, I honestly have on the agenda is next December, I'm supposed to do an Ironman. Um, yeah, you are. <laughs> which, which like I've done a triathlon before an Ironman scares the hell out of me, but, um, yeah, that's three things you got to do. Right. Well, so that, and that's the crazy thing on the horizon that now I have to back away from and figure out like what each quarter do I do to build the habits I need to get to a good shape by that point? And that's, I have an idea. I think the the first quarter, your goal should be to swim to Bermuda. And then the second quarter, I think you should bike across the U S and then the third quarter, (laughs) I think you should try to run the AT. And then I think you should be good by that point, you know, in December, I feel like, golden that's a perfect training <laughs> did you know how close bermuda is because i did not know how close it is to, to the boston? like northeast area not like actually swimmable and that's not what i'm saying but i just like definitely thought it was like totally in the caribbean it's not really in there it's very not far isn't it like anyway, off the coast of north carolina yeah i'm so silly like i couldn't believe that i <laughs> didn't know that my mom has been there multiple times like yeah so that's something i learned this year anyway so i think you got some training goals there that uh you're welcome i gave yeah. to you and i'll take those into consideration <laughs> but but yeah I'm, I'm still trying to define what the next few months of training goals look like for me honestly i'm not in a in a mindset that i like can can really like put parameters around that i'm trying to build the habits again i actually went back in strava and made a whole like Google spreadsheet where I cataloged every single, um, every single activity in Strava between March, 2018 and October, 2018, when you and I did our trail marathon Mm. and it was like everything leading up to training for that marathon, I cataloged just looking at like that snapshot of my life when I felt like I was like in the best shape and like really leaning into it. Um, 
And it was pretty humbling, actually, like looking how much I was getting out, what I was doing, like it, three times in a day, different things and, and mm. what my piece was. And, um, and so I, I built that to give me a reference point to look back to, to now build my like January on um, training plan. Yeah. So I'm, I'm working through that now, trying to establish it. One of the, re- the things I really want to do is, is ski more and, and snowboard more, but that's also kind of up in the air. Like I, it's, yeah, you know, like I'm not, I didn't get a pass because like Vermont, the mountains are open, but you gotta be in Vermont. Vermont. <laughs> <Right>. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I hope some of that will loosen up. Um, I'm really, really hopeful, I guess, for next year because I, I keep saying like, yeah, we'll be fine by this point, but who knows? I don't know. Um, yeah. I'm trying to be my, my hashtag for myself not really, but kind of sarcastically is hopeful, but hesitant. Like I'm being very hopeful about things, but I'm also in the back of my mind, like, okay, what's the contingency plan here? Like, what, what am I going to do instead if this doesn't come through, (laughs) you know? Yeah. Yeah. So this year, what (laughs) we keep using the term surprise and delight, and it just makes me happy to put those words together, but, uh, okay. What like surprised you besides undoing the creative blocks that you had inside you? Like what little things did you not expect to bring you so much, maybe joy this year? My cat. Lando. Yeah. I was going to say so cute. He's the cutest. He's the sweetest little kitty. He looks very soft. He's so soft. He's six months old. His like his legs look like a tiger. His stomach looks like a cheetah, and his back looks like a leopard. And he's the jungle cat I've dreamed about since I was seven years old. And Spots the leopard, the beanie baby, was like my best friend. <laughs> it still is to this day. <laughs> <laughs> I've I've always like been infatuated with jungle cats, and like cheetahs were my favorite animal. My God, so, this is something I did not know about you. Oh yeah, this is all yeah. new information. Um, I, so when, when I was like a junior in high school, I remember printing two pictures out and putting them on my fridge in my house in Franklin, Massachusetts. It was a Bengal cat and a, um, Alaskan Klee And I thought, I thought it would be awesome to have like a a larger than normal cat that looked like a leopard because Bengals get a little bit bigger than a normal house cat and a smaller than normal wolf being, (laughs) being like a mini husky. Combine them. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, and we didn't get the Klikai. We, uh, you know, we've, we've got two mutts our Benji and Ellie, but, um, (laughs) but we did get the bangle. That was, that was this year's edition. And he, he sleeps all night. He's not nocturnal. Like most cats. He like is the most cuddly ever. He thinks he's a dog. Uh, he's just awesome. So that has brought me so much joy. (laughs) That is very sweet. I uh, can't come over anymore though because I'm allergic to cats. Or is he I'm hypoallergenic? I'm. He's he's hypoallergenic. I'm allergic <gasps> to cats. Okay, okay. Now we're talking. I might even like him. I don't normally like cats, but probably because I they make me want to scratch my eyes out because I'm like, <laughs> my eyes are slowly swelling shut as I'm around them. <laughs> but so maybe I'll like yours. <laughs> All right. What else? What else? That's the only thing that brought you joy this year, Jonathan. I don't believe that. No, there was, there was so much joy. Just what, to- what was your favorite house project that you did? A lot of people like did a lot of good nesting this year. So what was your like most proud of project on the house? 
Um, two. So we we uh, redid our basement in a big way. It's just a it's a like unfinished basement. There's just all rock foundation on the walls, but the mm-hmm. the whole floor used to be like um, old nine by nine asbestos tiles, and mm. we I know them that. well. Yep. <laughs> so we we removed all the asbestos tiles and then like uh, did some some concrete patching and repainted the whole floor, and uh, and I, I rebuilt my whole gear wall. Uh, all my organizational storage. I built a whole like uh, snowboard stand to house a bunch of boards and skis. Built like a, a table for doing um, my my tuning and waxing, and like just so like really made the basement like a functional uh, gear and like workout kind of area. And and then also our living room. Um, it was a small project, but it was so fulfilling. We did shiplap. Uh, like DIY shiplap up the, the the mantle over the fireplace, nice. and then um, and I repainted the entire house this entire year. Like that the was like outside or the inside? No, not the outside. Every single room inside. Every single room oh, okay, inside. Okay. So nice. it, was, it was a uh, a makeover. It was like this was the year that I became less Bear Grylls and more Chip and Joanna Gaines. I like that you put them both in there because Joanna's really the brains, don't you yeah, think? She's, that's, yeah, that's 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 she makes things look nice. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> awesome man. Yeah, I uh, I didn't do anything in our house. <laughs> it's not our house, so <laughs> you know what I really leaned into a ton that I never did before, which I'm so happy I did this year is um, I woke up early most week most weekend days. And I just laid on the couch and drank coffee and read for like hours. Almost every single weekend I've done like one of the weekend days I do that. And it is one of the most <laughs> amazing experiences. It's such a small, silly thing, but I never did it before. And it's like brought me so much joy and I've read so many books. <laughs> so it's been awesome. That's Sounds my big pleasant. joy. So, and, and what, Sounds what are- really pleasant. <laughs> It does. I, I just picture, I picture, you know, reading yeah. coffee in the morning. It's nice. What are you reading right now? Right now I'm reading, um, actually a first copy. It's not out yet. It's called alone in wonderlands by Christine Reed. Who's going to be on my new podcast, which we'll talk about soon. Um, so I'm reading that. And then I'm reading also, I read, uh, like a fun novel and then a, like nonfiction harder book <laughs> at the same time. Um, and I'm reading The Body Keeps a Score. Um, I can't remember his name. But anyways, it's about uh, how trauma like stores itself in your nervous system, basically, and um, how different therapeutic methods have been proven to get it out and some really cool like interwoven stories in there. And it's been really heavy, but good, good reading. What are you reading? Do you read still? Do you read stuff? I forgot how. <laughs> this year, you know? Uh, wait can i just say okay i just want to say a quick shout out to you know what we always take for granted like all the time is the ability to type without looking at the freaking keyboard did you take that class in middle school that was like you had to like type over the um it was like the orange thing went over the letters and you had to like figure out how to type on your own because i you know we take that that for granted that doesn't sound familiar to me but we did have like (laughs) typing video games there was like mavis beacons typing class yeah 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 yeah. and and like there were like words would fall from the sky and you had to type them before they hit the ground yes right yes i appreciated that (laughs) um such a stupid thing go ahead (laughs) 
<laughs> I, I'm currently reading, uh, or I just finished reading No Rules Rules, which is um, a book by Reed Hastings about uh, basically like building the organizational culture at Netflix in the early days, um, which was really, really interesting. The, the way that they did things around just like how they built for a creative organizational infrastructure and not an operational infrastructure. Mm. So I liked, I liked that. And then I'm reading uh, Losing My Virginity, which is uh, Richard Branson's autobiography. And he's like my, my just idol um, when it comes <laughs> to like building a, a life of, as a successful multi-talented entrepreneur, meaning like, you know, obviously Virgin has played in so many different industries. It was just like, wherever mm-hmm. he wanted to do something, he did it. Right. So, so like uh, an entrepreneur, not bound to one niche, and, uh, and as well as a family man and an adventurer, the whole book starts with him just like ballooning over a desert in the middle East and nearly crash landing. And, and like, he's, he like talks about like, while he's like falling thousands of feet to the ground saying like, he'll never do it again. And he just wants to like get, get home to his like wife and children. And then it like the chapter ends and he's like, I'll probably go for the record again. <laughs> and it's just like, it's so like the epitome of the adventurer's attitude. Um, yeah. yeah. Uh, so I I love it. Those are what I'm reading right now. Nice. Okay. What's right. next? What's next? All right. So I already mentioned um, a little bit about like the music side of things. So I'm gonna I'm gonna put new ma- new music out in the next few months. Um, a first, a song called "Lucky," which was actually recorded back in 2013, and I've just sat on it for a long time. It's not the stuff that I've been working on and recording now, so it's not even like the same recording style. But it's just it's been recorded, and I'm just like, whatever. I'm just gonna put it out. So, yeah. uh, L- "Lucky" is probably gonna drop on Christmas, um, and then after that, another th- uh, another four songs that are recorded and um, getting mixed and mastered. Nice. Um, yeah. So that. Uh, what else? Um, I don't know on the, on the, the other side of the creative project front, I think for me, one of the things that I've realized through what we've done here, everything that I've done in the past, what I've, what I've been doing in my business, I just know that my, my superpower is, is marketing is like, you know, understanding how to bring an idea to life. And that's like, oftentimes what our community, the Stokecast listeners are reaching out to me to talk about a lot of the conversations from our listeners when they want to jump on a call have been like to, to throw ideas around based on what they're doing in their business or the business they want to start and like get my ideas on how to best communicate a message or reach a market. And, and I think back through my entire professional history and whether it was like the, the video company with my brother or doing like product launches, uh, you know, and in, with internships with Old Spice or, um, or Explore Inspired and Between the Peaks and the Stokecast and Trainual and all the other creative, like creative projects along the way, the common denominator was marketing. And so I feel like there's going to be a, uh, whether it's here within the Stokecast or another, you know, show endeavor of some point, we'll see. Um, I feel like there's going to be a, a, a little like sub- focus into really like the the marketing content branding side of bringing creative entrepreneurial ideas to life and i've already like invited a bunch of the members from our stokecast facebook group to join me on a live conversation uh just on social and to just bounce ideas around like that um so i'll probably be cataloging a lot of that stuff and uh focusing in on that for a bit 
and nice. and also trying to figure out what the next stage of the adventurer side of my life looks like too. Sweet, dude. Yeah, it's I like it's not it's not too clear at the moment, but the intention is there for where I'm going to go. So I mean, no, those I think are, that's awesome. Those are the three things that guide my energy: it's mountains, music, and marketing. And um, you love an alliteration. You I love, love it. I love alliteration, but it's true. <laughs> that's what it is. Yeah. So like, I'm, I'm, you know, running and climbing and trying to figure out how to get back into that in a big way. I'm uh, releasing, recording and releasing music, uh, getting back into that in a big way and have been marketing and want to share more and help more. And so there's going to be a, a something there soon. More to nice. come. And oh, for you, there... what's, what's next? What's next for Emily? Yeah. So, oh, big stuff coming. Big stuff, man. So uh, a lot of people probably know that listen to the Stocast, maybe don't, um, that I stopped drinking in February of 2020. And you and I have talked about it on here, sort of like dry months here and there and dry weeks or whatever it is. And you did a dry summer, I think at one point. Mm -hmm. Um, And I... I've always kind of thought I will eventually stop drinking because I just was getting pretty disenchanted with it. Um, and in my past life, when I was really, really into drinking and partying, um, it led down some very like bad path. So this year, after doing like a lot of therapy to lead to this place, and then also, you know, being being in a supportive relationship is helpful in this as well. Um, I just felt like drinking wasn't serving me anymore. And um, I decided like I was, I was having like one beer here and there. And even that was like completely altering my mental state in a way that was uh, detrimental. So I was like, all right, I'm just going to stop. And I didn't say I'm never drinking again. I was just like, I'm going to stop and I'm going to see how far I go, you know, basically I was like, almost like, you know, let's do a quarter, three months, see where that's at. And then that came and I was like, all right, I just like this as, <laughs> as my future. And I just want to keep going. So, um, I did that and we've talked to a couple people on here who've had, uh, you know, addiction issues and who are sober. And I, really appreciated those stories and was finding them here and there kind of like dispersed across different podcasts, dispersed across different publications in the outdoor industry and community. And then I just didn't really find anything that was like super concentrated. And, um, so I kind of put my feelers out there to some groups that I knew would, you know, want content like that basically, or who are sober or considering it or whatever. And people like came out in droves and were like, yes, people want this. So I am producing a new podcast. Um, It's called Nature Untold. And that is going to be the trailer is dropping on December 22nd. And the first episode of season one is out on Tuesday, January 5th. So first season will be 10 episodes. They're all long form interviews. We love that here at the Stokast. and with really different variations of sobriety, addiction, recovery, um, all of the types of definitions you could think of. We have some people who are, you know, had a heroin addiction for years and now they're like an outdoor educator. We have some people who are just sober curious and they're just trying it out here and there um, and their process. And then some people who have 
you know, love addiction and codependency uh, issues. So I'm trying to really get the full breadth of experience in the space and um, combine it with the outdoor world. So that is what's coming for me. Very exciting. Yes. So it is. It's a lot. <laughs> I'm like so stressed out, but it's it's gonna be no, great. No, it's it's amazing. <laughs> it's awesome. So Stokecast listeners, uh, if if you're interested in in of course supporting Emily on her next <laughs> creative endeavor, which I'm sure that you are, um, this this will be a good one. I'm super excited for you. I feel Thanks, like man. that's honestly what it's all about is like finding the thing that you're most inspired to create. Right. And, and, and for, for however long, you know what, it's been like two and two and a half years, right. That that we've been ideation. It'll be almost three years in January. It was January. Yeah. Almost three years doing the stoke cast. Um, you know, and, and before that it was like a year that you were, that I, that I got you, I, I some, somehow convinced you to, to come write for Explore Inspired and then like come with me out to Denver on uh, the trips to OR and talk about gear and all that. Like, yeah, it's been quite a journey, but ultimately all of that leading to like you finding your, your shtick and the thing that you really want to bring to life and the impact you want to make and the community you want to build. I think it's amazing. That's like everybody that is listening. I hope that that is, is your story. Like do whatever, do whatever you're called to do in the moment and, and like say yes and try right. Mm. And, and, and iterate and test and feel the ups and downs or the downs and ups. If you're on a roller coaster <laughs> and, and, and like get to the point where it's like, it will come to you. It will hit the thing that like inspires you the most. And I'm, that's why I'm psyched for you right now. Yeah. Well, thanks, man. I mean, I really appreciate that. And I think, um, you know, people have kind of heard our story of how we started to even know each other for a long time. But I just want to publicly say that without this community and you and yeah, this community and you like believing in me, quite honestly, I don't think I would be starting this or even thinking I could do it. I mean, can you believe a year ago, we were talking about this on the phone, but I couldn't believe I would ever say to myself, like, you know what, you should start your own podcast and just interview people on your own. Like that was not a thought that came into my head. And, um, I think obviously like sobriety has something to do with that with like more clarity of mind, but, um, yeah, I I wouldn't be able to do it. So I really appreciate all you've given me, man. I'm going to get choked up and that's going to be like a bad look, you know? So I just like want to chill with that. I'm going to stop now. But I will say for people who are like sobriety addiction, I don't want to hear about that. These stories are like full. They're not, it's not like solely about sobriety. Like we're going to represent the full experience. Um, There's a lot of giggling between, you know, different topics as there are on the Stokecast. So it's not going to be doom and gloom. We're going to represent the the full um, breadth of experience when it comes to this stuff. So tune in even if you're not into that stuff right now. That's it. So good. Awesome. My plug. Nice. Clarity okay, well, and confidence to create. It's wonderful. Oh my God. Another alliteration. Stop it. Why? <laughs> I crave clarity so that I have the confidence to create cute stuff. 
<laughs> I was Perfect. like, let's get another seat. <laughs> no, that's awesome. So Emily's uh, next stepping into Nature Untold podcast. Yes. Check it out. Um, and then stay tuned for for more here from from me at the Stokecast and uh, all things just adventure in creativity, in marketing and business and entrepreneurship as we have always leaned into and will in a bigger way going forward. So I, I want to loop a lot of you into this conversation too. So stay tuned. We will be having those social lives. Um, yeah, yeah. So I should what, probably, what I should probably be a bit more clear on <laughs> what next steps actually are. So yeah, I'll be stepping into this nature untold podcast. And that does mean that, well, let me take a step back. My theme for 2021 I've come up with is energy and um, how much I have to give <laughs> to things and make them really good, whether that be relationships or this podcast or another podcast, whatever it is, uh, my nine to five that I still have, still have to make that money, you know what I'm saying? Um, <laughs> and in thinking about that, I do have to step away from the Stokecast at this time. Um, and it's with great sadness that I say that. I never thought I would say that. Um, it's really freaking sad. And I'm literally like forcing myself to smile right now because I'm like gonna cry. But um, yeah, it's been fucking awesome. I mean, we've been able to speak to literally my heroes. I know some of your heroes as well. Tons. And bring their stories to thousands and thousands of people like that is truly incredible. And I never thought I'd be a part of something that is so beautiful. So um, with that, I will be stepping away from the Stokecast. I will still be very much supportive of the Stokecast. And maybe I'll come back a little bit here and there. Who knows? Um, but as far as like full-time co-host, toodaloo. <laughs> <laughs> I have to use silly things because I can't, I can't get too. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. No, it's, it's, uh, it's sad. Emily, I, uh, I have loved producing this show with you and, and you've been like, this would not exist w without you. Of course. Like it was <laughs> the, the, the inspiration from the very beginning was conversations between us and, and you wanting to, your idea to pursue this medium and explore inspired should have a stoke cast was what you or should have a podcast was what you said right mm -hmm. and the, the amount of like outreach and coordination and everything like none of this would have got to this point where we have had more than a half a million people download this show and listen to what we have to say and in our interviews with our heroes like it wouldn't have got here without you and um i'm perpetually grateful for everything that you've done for, for this community and, and the piece that you've played in this puzzle in my life. Um, and we'll continue to always support whatever, uh, you know, your, your next steps are, and you are stronger than me in having the focus to say <laughs> no to things and yes to others, because I subscribe <laughs> to like stretch myself as thin as possible to do everything. <laughs> And, uh, and so I, I applaud your energy and focus and efforts and can't wait to see what the next phase looks like for you, because you've, you've yeah. certainly over the last almost three years found your voice. Well, here we are. We did it. <laughs> oh, that was kind of scary, but, um, yeah, 
Thank you guys all so much. I, I know um, we, I can speak for both of us in saying that, like, obviously this wouldn't happen without, without you all as well. So um, yeah, that's it. I mean, that's the updates. That's where we're at. So I think if people want to reach out and I'm going to just keep plugging my show. I'm sorry. I got to do it. <laughs> um, if people want to reach out and follow along with what's going on with the pod, new podcast, it's just Nature Untold Podcast on Instagram and you can find everything there. Um, but yeah, I mean, it would be cool to hear from people if they have like ways in which they've stayed stoked as we've gone through this year and ways that are staying motivated as we go into next year. Because you know, we both struggle with that. And I think it would be cool if people could, you know, respond and, and say how they've been doing that. And um, yeah, what they're looking forward to in the new year, because fuck this dumpster fire. <laughs> <laughs> I, I have a lot of faith for the next 365 days. Yeah. I'm, yes. Uh, Hopeful, but hesitant. Forever the optimist. But yeah, there's there's a lot of uncertainty ahead and yet a lot of intention ahead in all the right directions. So that's it for the update on the Stoke cast. Um, hope you enjoyed this candid hour with us chatting through a lot of different aspects of our lives. What's gone uh, right and wrong and is clear and unclear in our worlds. And um, I would love to hear to Emily's point, what's uh, you know right and wrong and clear and unclear in your world and what you're thinking about for the next year. And believe me, you will be hearing from the Stoke cast and you will hear from Nature Untold, uh, Emily Holland, E. Halls, Jonathan Ronzo. <laughs> you know where to find us. You know how to engage us. Let's chat. Honestly, just have the best end of 2020. I hope it's better the next three weeks or two weeks or whatever after this show posts are, are <laughs> the best of the year so far. And you have an amazing holiday, low key, stay safe, do what you do, get ready for next year. 